0: Hey, everybody. This is day 194. Um, Chip and Eric reading through the bio, Bible to semi-ordinary pastors reading an extraordinary book. Wow. With yeah.
1: a with a tremendous motto as well. Yeah, that's
0: going to be our next t-shirt. Uh, yeah. Where are we at with those mugs?
1: Uh, they shipped. Okay. So the mugs have shipped. You can start ordering oh. your mugs right now. Just throw cash really? at Hannah the next time you see her. Just oh, throw money gee. at her. gee. Okay. Say, I want a
0: mug. Can they order online too? Do we have like an online
1: store? Online Marketplace? Everyone start berating Hannah to get these things.
0: Berating is like your word. It's your word of the week.
1: It is my word of the week. Yeah. As a matter of fact. I I know. know. As a matter of fact. That's all right. Hey, uh, speaking of berating, I don't have a good, there's no good segue. I got nothing for that. But we're going to read the Bible now. (laughs) Yeah. So Let's do that. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of berating yesterday. Yeah, that's true. Amos did berate, didn't he? Hey, so we're going to pick up here in Second Chronicles, chapter 27. We're heading back to the uh, the big narrative of the book of Chronicles, this historical narrative. And we're going to pick up with Jotham here. And after that, Eric, yeah.
0: we're going to move over to Isaiah.
1: Yes, I will I will be there. Okay. Uh, I won't forget.
0: We're going to transition over there. I'm totally going to forget. Yeah.
1: He's going to forget. I'm definitely going to forget. He will definitely forget. Yeah, I've actually already forgotten. Yes, he did. Second Chronicles chapter 27 Jotham rules in Judah Jotham was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years his mother was Jerusha the daughter of Zadok Jotham did what was pleasing in
0: the Lord's sight he did everything his father Uzziah had done except that Jotham did not sin by entering the temple of the Lord but the people continued in their corrupt
1: ways Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord he also did extensive rebuilding on the wall at the hill of Ophel He built towns in the hill country of Judah and constructed fortresses and towers in the wooded areas. Jotham went to war against the Ammonites and conquered them. Over the next three years, he received from them an annual tribute of 7,500 pounds of silver, 50,000 bushels of wheat, and 50,000 bushels of barley. Mm.
0: King Jotham became powerful because he was careful to live in obedience to the Lord his God.
1: The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including all his wars and other activities, are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. When Jotham died, he was buried in the city of David, and his son Ahaz became the next king. All right, and that's our reading for the day. Nope. Eric, you
0: forgot. Oh, how could I I forget? forget? We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 9. Okay, I'm there. Hope in the Messiah. Well, let's try to find Jesus in this one. Nevertheless... That time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The land of Zebulun and Naphtali will be humbled. But there will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, when Galilee of the Gentiles, which lies along the road that runs between the Jordan and the sea,
1: will be filled with glory. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms, bloodstained by war, will all be burned. They will be fuel for the fire.
0: For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace his government and its peace will never end he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor david for all of eternity the passionate commitment of the lord of heaven's armies will make this happen
1: the lord's anger against israel the lord has spoken out against jacob his judgment has fallen upon israel and the people of israel and samaria who spoke with such pride and arrogance will soon know it They said, We will replace the broken bricks of our ruins with finished stones and replant the felled sycamore fig trees with cedars. But the Lord will bring resins enemies
0: against Israel and stir up all their foes. The Syrians from the east and the Philistines from the west will bear their fangs and devour Israel. But even the Lord's anger will not
1: be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. For after all this punishment, the people will still not repent. They will not seek the Lord of heaven's armies. Therefore in a single day the Lord will destroy both the head and the tail, the noble palm branch and the lowly reed. The leaders of Israel are the head and the lying prophets are the tail, for the leaders of the people have misled them. They have led them down the path of destruction. That is why the Lord takes no pleasure in the young men and shows no mercy even to the widows and orphans, for they are all wicked hypocrites, and they all speak foolishness. But even then the Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. The wickedness is like a brush fire.
0: It burns not only briars and thorns, but it also sets the forest ablaze. Its burning sends up clouds of smoke. The land will be blackened by the fury of the Lord of heaven's armies. The people will be fuel for the fire, and no one will spare his own brother. They will attack their neighbor on the right, but will still be hungry. They will devour their neighbor on the left, but will not be satisfied. In the end, they will even eat their own children. Manasseh will feed on Ephraim. Ephraim will feed on Manasseh, and both will devour Judah. But even the Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike.
1: Isaiah chapter 10. What sorrow awaits the unjust judges and those who issue unfair laws? They deprive the poor of justice and deny the rights of the needy among my people. They prey on widows and take advantage of orphans. What will you do when I punish you, when I send disaster upon you from a distant land? To whom will you turn for help? Where will your treasures be safe? You will stumble along as prisoners or lie among the dead. But even the Lord's anger will not be satisfied, his fist is still poised to strike. Judgment
0: against Assyria. What sorrow awaits for Assyria? The rod of my anger. I use it as a club to express my anger. I am sending Assyria against a godless nation. Against a people with whom I am angry. Assyria will plunder them, trampling them like dirt beneath its feet. But the king of Assyria will not understand that he is my tool. His mind does not work that way. His plan is simply to destroy, to cut down nation after nation. He will say, each of my princes will soon be a king. We destroyed how no, just as we did Carchemish. Hamath fell before us as Arphad did, and we destroyed Samaria just as we did Damascus. Yes, we have finished off many a kingdom whose gods were greater than those in Jerusalem and Samaria, so we will
1: defeat Jerusalem and her gods just as we destroyed Samaria with hers. After the Lord has used the king of Assyria to accomplish his purposes on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, he will turn against the king of Assyria and punish him, for he is proud and arrogant. He boasts...
0: By my own powerful arm, I have done this. With my own shrewd wisdom, I planned it. I have broken down the defenses of nations and carried off their treasures. I have knocked down their kings like a bull. I have robbed their nest of riches and gathered up kingdoms as a farmer gathers eggs. No one can even flap a wing against me or utter a peep of protest.
1: But can the axe boast greater power than the person who uses it? Is the saw greater than the person who saws? Can a rod strike unless a hand moves it? Can a wooden cane walk by itself? Therefore, the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, will send a plague among Assyria's proud troops, and a flaming fire will consume its glory. The Lord, the light of Israel, will be a fire, the Holy One will be a flame. He will devour the thorns and briars with fire, burning up the enemy in a single night. The Lord will consume a serious glory, like the fire consumes a forest in a fruitful land. It will waste away like sick people in a plague. Of all that glorious forest, only a few trees will survive, so that a child could count them.
0: Hope for the Lord's people. In that day, the remnant left in Israel, the survivors in the house of Jacob, will no longer depend on allies who seek to destroy them, but will faithfully trust the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return. Yes, the remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. But though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand of the seashore, only a remnant of them will return. The Lord has rightly decided to destroy his people. Yes, the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies, has already decided to destroy the entire land.
1: So, this is what the Lord, the Lord of Heaven's armies, says. O my people in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians when they oppress you with rod and club, as the Egyptians did long ago. In a little while my anger against you will end, and then my anger will rise up and destroy them. The Lord of heaven's armies will lash them with a whip, as he did when Gideon triumphed over the Midianites at the Rock of Oreb, or when the Lord's staff was raised to drown the Egyptian army in the sea.
0: In that day, the Lord will end the bondage of his people. He'll break the yoke of slavery and lift it from their shoulders.
1: Look, the Assyrians are now at Ayath. They are passing through Migron and are storming, storing their equipment at Michmash. Michmash. They are crossing the pass and are camping at Geba. Fear strikes the town of Ramah. All the people of Gibeah, the hometown of Saul, are running for their lives. Scream in terror, you people of Galam. Shout out a warning in La- Laishah. O oh, poor Anathoth. There go the people of Madmena, all fleeing. The citizens of Gibim are trying to hide. The enemy stops at Nob for the rest of that day. He shakes his fist at beautiful Mount Zion, the mountain of Jerusalem.
0: But look, the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, will chop down the mighty tree of Assyria with great power. He will cut down the proud. That lofty tree will be brought down. He'll cut down the forest trees with an axe. Lebanon will fall to the mighty one.
1: Isaiah chapter 11 a branch from david's line out of the stump of david's family will grow a shoot yes a new branch bearing fruit from the old root and the spirit of the lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord he will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt and truth like an undergarment.
0: In that day the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion and a little child will lead them all. The cow will graze near the bear. The cub and the calf will lie down together. The lion will eat like a cow. Eat hay like a cow. <laughs> the baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes, a little child will put its hand in the nest of a deadly snake's without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy all my holy mountain. For as the waters will fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with the people who know the Lord.
1: In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him, and the land where he lives will be a glorious place. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to bring back the remnant of his people, those who remain in Assyria, in northern Egypt, in southern Egypt, Ethiopia, and Elam, and in Babylonia, Hamath, and all the distant coastlands. He will raise a flag among the nations and assemble the exiles of Israel. He will gather the scattered people of Judah from the ends of the earth.
0: Then at last the jealousy between Israel and Judah will end. They will not be rivals anymore. They will join forces to swoop down on Philistia to the west. Together they will attack and plunder the nations to the east. They will occupy the lands of Edom and Moab, and Ammon will obey them. The Lord will make a dry path through the Gulf of the Red Sea. He will wave his hand over the Euphrates River, sending a mighty wind to divide into seven streams, so it can easily be crossed on foot. He will make a highway for the remnant of his people, the remnant coming from Assyria, just as he did for Israel long ago when they returned from Egypt.
1: Songs of of Praise for Salvation, Isaiah chapter 12. In that day you will sing, I will praise you, O Lord. You are angry with me, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. See, God has come to save me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song. He has given me victory.
0: With joy, you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day, you will sing, Thank the Lord, praise his name. Tell the nations what he has done. Let them around the world. Let all the people of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy. For great is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you.
1: Okay, well, if it's all the same to you, Chip, that can be the end of our reading today. Yeah, 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 maybe. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I apologize, everybody. My these the uh, allergies I affect my contacts, and it, it just it's blurry. And I'm doing my best. It's kind of like you're blurry.
1: So you're apologizing
0: for having blurry eyes, and I've missed some words.
1: I got to be honest <laughs> with you. You're still reading better than I do yeah, on my best days. So, I don't think so. So I think that's okay. Yeah, I
0: feel like I'm just uh. Anyway,
1: but here we are. That's your so what for the day. Your so what is. Exertec. In 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 these days where the lion is eating hay like a cow, there won't yeah. be any allergies. So there's your solution. Almost
0: said a lion eating a cow. It was just yeah, it was weird. It's anyway, here
1: we go. It was weird, though. It's a weird sentence. The lion yeah. will eat hay like a cow. That's a yeah, weird that's sentence. That's a weird sentence. Yeah, it's meant to be. Yeah,
0: okay. So, it's fine. Well, I do want to, um, I know we're early, and a lot of people do Christmas in July, but I want to give a plug for our Christmas series. Unreal. That we're calling Baby Names. <laughs> Baby Names. <laughs> it's going to take place in Isaiah chapter 9.
1: Oh, it sure right? is. Right?
0: 9, 6. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So, baby names coming up this Christmas. Little little plug there for our Christmas series. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come on out. So, yeah, hope you can join us. Put us uh, on your calendar. And, um, yeah, there you go. And that's not my so what, but that is a big big you, thing you happening. You still come. It's going to be incredible. I yeah. can't wait.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Jesus is all over this thing. I know. Thing, so, you're going to be talking about him, and I guess I am too. I, I circled Love the that. banner of salvation. Love it the banner of salvation. And that day, David Stone, it would be a banner, this banner of salvation to the whole world. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we need today? We need salvation. We need, we need the, the salvation um, that comes from God through Jesus. We need this banner of salvation. And this banner um, protects us, you know, and it it, it oversees us, and in, 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 in many ways, uh, it guides us and leads us. And so this banner of salvation, and I hope that you have been covered by the banner and that you are protected by it because you've accepted Jesus as your Savior. And if you have not, you can simply believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life to pay for all of your sins, and you will be saved. You'll have forgiveness of sins all the sins you have done, are doing, and ever will do, forgiven by Jesus. This banner of salvation covers all that. And if you are a believer in Jesus, you have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to promote the salvation, to to live out the salvation every single day in a way that, that says to God, thank you for what you've done for me. And I, I praise you and I honor you for that. So the world needs salvation more today than ever before. And the Lord is slow to coming because He wants to give salvation, and I think we just we take up that banner and we live it out as believers in Jesus, and we proclaim it um, to anyone and everyone that God leads in our path because it is so precious and so exciting. And to me, that is the issue. The issue isn't isn't um, you know behavior modification. Uh, the ultimate issue is salvation, and when you come to Jesus. He'll take care of the behavior thing if you, you know, make him Lord and leader of your life. Um, But, you know, just accept it, go after it, and then share it with so many people. I love it.
1: So good. And then we have Jesus. Jesus. So where is (laughs) Jesus, man? Uh, So again, the book of Isaiah, you're going to find Jesus all over the place. Even things that weren't necessarily meant to uh, be prophecies of Jesus, like like they weren't understood that way until Jesus came. They were always meant to be, but I guess I should say oh, they right, weren't understood right. that way until yep. Jesus came. You know, yep. uh, We're going to read a few of those. I actually want to go to, uh, only because I'm recently studying, I'm going to do a shameless plug too. You shamelessly plugged our Christmas. It's I'm right. going to yeah, shamelessly plug the series we're in right now. The seven? The seven. Yeah. So in that, uh, so we're preaching, I'm preaching this week from... Uh, Revelation chapter 3 and we're talking about the church in Sardis and um, write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of God and the seven stars and that comes back to Isaiah chapter 11. Hmm. Now what we're reading is the New Living Translation so this is translated from what we would call the Masoretic text which is the original Hebrew manuscripts and uh, extant manuscripts so the second generation but there's another uh, interpretation of the Old Testament called the Septuagint, and that was the rewriting of the New Testament uh, tr- uh, translation into Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time when New Testament authors quote the Old Testament, they're quoting the Greek one because that's the language that was available to them. So. Uh, in that part I just read about the sevenfold spirit of God, very confusing, kind of mysterious stuff, but that's what the book of Revelation does. It's actually talking about the seven ministries of the Holy Spirit as he rests on Jesus. And so we read that in Isaiah 11, out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root and the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Spirit of wisdom, one. Understanding, two. Spirit of counsel, three. And might, four. Spirit of knowledge, knowledge five, and the fear of the Lord, six, mm-hmm. and then in the Septuagint, the Greek version, that spirit also is what allows him to, as verse 3 says, delight in obeying the Lord. So it's a spirit of joy in obeying the Lord is what the Septuagint says. So that is the sevenfold spirit that rests upon Jesus, and we can have all of those things accessible to us. Um, we don't have them in the same way Jesus does because Jesus doesn't have the sin nature that we all share. kind of weighing him down, but that is the Spirit of God there in Revelation chapter 3. So I did that specifically for the person who came up to me and said, you went a whole different way than I thought you were going to go. I did that just now to throw you off a little bit. I'm trying to come at you sideways here. So that's where I see Jesus in the text. That's a good one. And that is where you can see Jesus this Sunday at our church. Come on down. Yeah. First Baptist Church, Newton, Kansas. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah. Come up and give us a high five, unsolicited high five. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll just give you a high five back. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, have a great day. Please Good have job. A great day. And we will catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye.